Hey friend, this is Cynthia with SimpleCynthia.com and with Spread Hope Online, one word at a time. And today I have some encouragement for those of us who are seeking a healthier lifestyle on a constant basis. If you're new to me, my name is Cynthia and I'm the writer at SimpleCynthia.com and with Spread Hope Online, one word at a time. I've been there since 2003. And one thing that most people don't know is that my blog started as a food log. For the longest time, even before 2003, I've been trying to live a healthier lifestyle. So I would write about my diets, I would write about what I ate, and journaling is something that works for me. But at some point, I got bored of telling people how many cups of cereal I had per day, and I decided, let me speak about my life as an entire thing. So you have a more balanced view of who I am. And one of the things that I've been blogging about lately is about transitions when it comes to moving to a new hometown. So if you go to my blog, www.simplesignature.com, you will find a rich archive of my musings on moving to a new community. So I have blog posts such as, how do you make a house into a home? How do you find community? What are the three categories of moving to a new place? What do you experience? And I've been deeply thinking and living these things. But this morning, as I was walking home, uh, my kids go to swim team in the summers. So when I walk home, I have time to think, which I appreciate. I was thinking, wow, this thing of moving to a new hometown is kind of similar to living a health journey, you know, the right way. So that will be links for all these blog posts that I'm going to mention because I'm telling you, like I have written a lot about it. I should put all of this in an ebook. So pray for me because um, I think it's good stuff and it's encouraging, you know, but I came up that as far as my experience uh, goes, and I believe that I'm the expert in my life, such as you're the expert in your life. When I move to a new place, I go through three phases. phases. The first one is transition. The second one is adaptation, and the third one is discovery. I went as far as giving myself dates because doing transition time, which I think is one of the most difficult and challenging ones, I just needed to know when it was going to be over, right? So let's just start comparing, like moving to a hometown and then moving into a healthy lifestyle, deciding I'm going to change my health either by the nutritional approach that you're going to choose for yourself, or I'm going to start moving more and exercising however it works for me. So transition, one definition for that word is movement, okay? So depending on where I've moved in the past, and our family has moved a little bit, not like people that describe, I move every year, but we've moved a little bit, you know, in the past. So depending on where I move, it can be extremely painful or extremely peaceful, this time has been extremely peaceful, but I remember the painful times, you know, that's why I was just like, can we put a deadline on transition? Because this really hurts. Um, another lesson was I can't act like I'm not in transition, right? So the first time I moved, I was in touch with my mentors from North Carolina. And a sweet mentor told me that one of the reasons why I was experiencing so much pain is that disassembling the nest is never easy. And that image of me 
you know, just packing my house and packing. We had two kids at the time. Now we have three. It was just so difficult. And I was just like, that kind of makes sense. You know, just disassembling a nest is never easy, you know. So I learned a lot of compassion for people who are in that position. And I learned that it will pass. It hurts, but it passes. Okay. So let's talk about our health journeys. In the same way, you transition from being where you were, which in my case, I was eating whatever I wanted. I was eating a lot of convenient foods. Arby's was my friend. Like I would go to Arby's and I would just let them have it, you know, for dinner. Um, And then it kind of hurt to go from that to, okay, so I need to get heavy nutrition for breakfast, lunch, dinner. I'm going to populate my snacks. I'm a person who enjoys snacks with some good nutrition as well. So it was painful, you know, to go from where I was eating all those um, fun and convenient foods to where I needed to be. So again, very much like moving in real life, it can be painful or it can be peaceful. Feelings are going to be there. We have to accept them. They are valid. But I feel like accepting that the transition will pass. And if you stay the course, you will make it. It is very good and it's very valid, okay? I'm going to be the first person to uh, tell you that, probably not the first person, that a lot of people give up in the transition state. You know, they look at how much water they have to drink per day. And, you know, honestly, that's one of the things that I struggle with. I'm, I'm looking at my water bottle right now and it's halfway full and I need one and a half of them gone, you know, but a lot of us just like, forget it. Like, I'm just going to keep drinking what I want to drink. You know, I'm just going to go back to my diet state, uh, uh, Snapple. I was going to say staple. Um, and I'm just going to survive off 150 milliliters of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if I decide, you know, I'm just going to take one little sip of water at a time and I'm going to stick with this transition because if I determine that I'm going to keep taking those small steps, I'm going to rock this transitional state and it will pass. And then I get to go to the next one, which I call adaptation. Okay. So adaptation, um, what I learned was that you get to adapt to the place where you're moving to. Okay. And just for fun, at the time of this recording, it is exactly three months that we've been in Georgia. So transition's been very peaceful. I'm very thankful. And we're about to move to the state that I call adaptation. So the last couple of times that we moved, um, the very first time that I had like a major move, my learning was that having a church home and finding a community are two different things. So the reason why we moved the first time was for my husband's job, and he works at a church. And for some people, not for me, having a church means you have everything. Uh, Jesus is my everything, okay? The church is just one aspect of my social life. (laughs) So I decided that having a church home and finding a community are two different things. So adaptation time can be a time of discovery discover it, discovery, sorry, friends, Uh, which was uh, the case for me. Um, Adaptation means how will I make a life? Like what is going to be my life in this new place? And understandably, if you're moving for jobs, 
you know that 40 hours you what you're going to do but if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you are looking for a job like you get to feel this space of time and of people and of resources um, by adapting to the place that you're going to okay how do you make an entire life okay so during that first move I just worked at finding my people inside and outside of the church. So what do I mean inside? Don't you have built-in friends because you work there? Well, um, if you know me personally, you know I'm a social butterfly. I'm friendly with everybody. But then um, another thing that I write a lot about at SimpleSignature.com is about friendships. So I believe that when you go to a new place, there are acquaintances there are friends, you know, you see people frequently, and I call everybody friend, but I know there's acquaintances, uh, they're friends, like people that you, and we're all brothers and sisters in Christ, and then you can have like also deep friendships. When it came to my church, that specific church, a lot of the moms were working moms, which I highly admired, but at the time I was staying at home with my kids. So I was just like, I need some moms that can hang out with me from May to 5, Monday through Friday. You know, not every day, but you know, those are the friends that I need to find because the ladies at church, they were wonderful, but it's just like their schedule was different than mine. So I found some amazing friends, working moms and stay-at-home moms during that time. So again, Adaptation can be a time that you learn, how am I going to find community? How am I going to find um, just my life here? How am I going to build it? Um, there's also some adaptation to cultural norms while still being yourself. And that is something that I need to think about and write uh, more in depth. And you'll probably come under the friendship culture umbrella because when you're adapting to a new hometown, there are cultural norms that exist. You don't know about it, but they're there. And it takes time to perceive them. And some people expect you to know them. Like you just came into a town and you're just like, this is how we live and this is how you're supposed to live. And you're like, wait a minute, I just got here. I don't know what the cultural norms are. I know that all you guys are following these rules, but like, I don't know what the rules are. Um, so how do you adapt to cultural norms while being yourself, right? So that's something that I honestly know it exists. I've lived through it, but I'm committing right now in the podcast <laughs> to give some more thought about it and just write it so I can um, just encourage you with what I've learned, okay? And again, that will probably fall under the friendship culture umbrella because that's how um, I think those things are expressed is through friendship, you know, adapting to cultural norms while being yourself. Um, when it comes to your health journey, how does adaptation work? Well, you have to adapt by um, applying your nutritional values and your movement values to the new life that you have. You know, so you adapt by saying, okay, so my schedule is going to, and guys, my schedule was always busy, like I've always worked. Uh, before I had kids, that's when I decided I was going to change my life. Um, high blood pressure was my issue. So I had to adapt to a new schedule, as in I still get to work 40 hours a week, but my adaptation is, well, three days a week, I'm going to walk. So that's how I found um, adaptation there. And then I discovered, wow, I have a few breaks during the day at my job. I used to work in the most beautiful place on earth after Brazil. Um, and we had some nice breaks. So sometimes I would take a 15 minute break and I would walk and look at nature. Some days I would just read and look at the lake and look at the beautiful roses that were all around me. 
And then other days I would just pack my exercise clothes. And as soon as I got off work, that's when I would do a four to five minute walk. So adapting to this new place where you are. The cultural norm where I was in North Carolina was everybody was a, a runner. Like people around me were running. And at the time I was just walking. Always loved to walk, still do. But runners fascinated me and that culture fascinated me. So how did I adapt to the cultural norm while being myself? Well, I started really small um, and I was able to run a full close to three miles when I found out I was pregnant with my first son. Um, and then I was being myself, but I was pregnant. So he's just like, you are, uh, you are not going to get marathon training out of me at the time. So do you see how you can adapt to the cultural norm while still being yourself? Okay. So that's adaptation. And last but not least, there are, there's a discovery phase that you go to when you're moving. So discovery phase, uh, says, this is your life now. Uncover the great manner of how you're going to live your life. Okay. Again, take your feelings into account, you know. Um, one of the questions that I kept asking myself during the discovery phase, and I want to say after that first move, I was in my new hometown for like around two, two and a half years. So I kept asking myself, okay, so this is my, this is my life now. When does home really become a home? For some reason, I kept asking that because it hurt to leave North Carolina. It hurt to leave my friends. And it's not like I didn't appreciate Texas. I mean, I still love Texas, you know, but I was just like, those are the things that I was thinking, just like, when does this home become a home? And then my answer had to be home has been home when God sent me here. Like that's when it became home, you know, and Texas did feel like home. It still feels like home a little bit right now. You know what I mean? Um, so that sealed the deal for me, you know, um, also, I developed a process of growing roots so that home could become home. And I write about that in the moving phase at simplesync.com. And again, all those links are going to be with the show note. Okay. And if you're listening to this on Google Play, iTunes, or wherever else, in the, you, there's a link in there where you can access all of that. So when it comes to uh, your health journey, Someone has been living, um, oh gosh, I'm, I was reading my notes. Uh, let me tell you something about how discovery is amazing. So yesterday I talked to someone who has been living a healthy lifestyle for over 10 years. Okay. So this person and I, uh, this, is, this is a lady. She has a different body type than mine. Like if you're going to compare our legs, which you shouldn't, our legs are totally different. Like she is tall. She's a tall glass of water. She's beautiful. Her muscle tone is different than mine. The way that God formed her is different the way than the way that God formed me. So I try not to compare myself with others. I can be inspired by others, but comparison is just like, it's just not going to happen, right? So I got really inspired by her consistency. Okay, so uh, what does that have to do with discovery? Discovery in your health journey says you start with yourself and you're just like, how am I going to live this life that I've transitioned to, I've adapted to, and I still have to keep living this way, you know, because I don't feel like you arrive at a place and you're like, all right, I'm done eating kale. I'm done eating broccoli. So long. I will go back to, you know, syrup all day. Like I'm exaggerating, but you see what I mean? So it's just like, you kind of keep living, you know? So this lady found what works for her and she thought and she lives as like I'm the expert in my own life 
So I'm going to make sure that this works for me in year after year. Like she's in this discovery phase and it's working for her. So what I see today is a deposit, a constant deposit in 10 years. It was never meant to be perfect, but it was meant to be purposeful. So day after day after day, like she is doing all the things that led her where she is. So one of the things that I told myself yesterday uh, when we were talking is just like, you can't compare 10 years to year one. Because I feel like in a lot of ways, just like I'm just now finding something that works for me and that is sustainable, okay? So finding something that works for you is very encouraging. So I was encouraged to do the same. Um, when we were talking, there were no prescriptions, but she was very generous with her descriptions. I believe that other than just asking somebody, give me your prescription, give me your diet, it is nice to go a little bit deeper and say, hey, how do you live this? How do you make it work for you? And then you just close your mouth and then you listen <laughs> so that you can be inspired, you know? So I left encouraged with the sense of possibility. And not everybody I talk to about health, about movement, give me the same vibe. There are uh, lovely people there, and I know they're lovely because God loves everybody. You live with a sense of you being less than, and you like you just you're just not gonna be able to make it. So finding somebody that can encourage you and inspire you is a gift. And um, anyway, so that was very encouraging. So discovery is something that we all get to hopefully lend, you know, if we don't give up and you tell yourself, this is your life now. So how am I going to uncover this great manner on how I'm going to live my life, how I'm going to eat every day, how I'm going to drink my water, how I'm going to move my body. And it's not a forever prescription. Things happen in life. Um, another thing that she shared was how many injuries she's had in the past. And to be there and to listen to it, because like, I was just like, man, that's painful. But she's like, hey, I recovered. You know, it is possible to bounce back and to keep living this life that you uh, that you need to give. You know, uh, one thing that I, she didn't tell me this, but I was just like, wow, this person does not focus on what she can't do. She's always thinking what is possible. She's like, okay, my wrist is injured, but what can I do to rehab it? And what else can I do with the, like with the whole body, with the whole mind? that God has given me. And I believe the same thing for you. Like if you have something that is stopping you now, just think like what is possible right now with my health, with my activity, you know, and take those small steps and don't let yourself give up. Okay. So, um, this was all wonderful, but let me lend the plane by telling you that the way we apply all of these things is number one, you have to stay positive. I have never met anybody that succeeded in health and wellness by not being positive. Number two, you have to overlook the no. When I move to new places and I try to connect people and I try to do things, I get a lot of no's. So just overlook the no's because there's a yes coming, okay? So overlook the fact that no, you can't, you know, live the way that you lived before. You know, in my case, it's like I, I'm choosing not to go to Arby's seven days, seven nights a week. Because the yes is just like, there's a better life that will give me better results. Um, and it won't give me what it was giving me before, which was high blood pressure, stress, you know, all of that good stuff. So look for the yes. And three, find strong connections, okay? When it comes to moving and when it comes to your health, it's very important to find strong connections. Um, this person that inspired me is one of the strong connections that I have. 
um, I have a lot of support with my uh, weight loss, um, healthy living lifestyle. And I have uh, uh, several groups of people where I find support. And I want to say, I want to be a strong connection for somebody as well. And that's one of the reasons why I spend time recording this podcast. So I want to remind you that with God, all things are possible. So don't give up on your health journey. Don't give up on your goals. You have what it takes. God made you the way he did with a purpose. You are a work in progress, but you are making progress. And there's a lot of possibilities if you decide that you're not going to let yourself give up. This is your friend, Cynthia with SimplySyncha.com. I always spread hope online. One word at a time. Bye.